And it was that singing and shouting that brought down the walls. Or maybe your picture was of Rahab as she helped the two spies escape over the walls of Jericho and go back to the people. All of these people ran the race that was put before them by God. God called them into a race and they ran it. Many times they were just like Abraham, who if you remember from last week, we were reminded that Abraham got called to pack up his belongings and leave for for a country, and God did not tell him where he was going. But Abraham packed up and went, because that's what God said to do. Often we ignore those who run the race in this passage who aren't quite famous. Or maybe their name isn't quite prominent. We speak of the many prophets who administered justice, those who quenched fires, those who were able to shut the mouths of lions and escape the sword, those who became mighty in physical battles. These people also were successful in running the race that God had put before them even though we might not know their names or their name doesn't fall off the tip of our tongue like Abraham and Joseph and Samson. And then there are those who we might consider from a very earthly point of view, as we look from that direction, to have had unsuccessful races. The women who received their dead back in resurrection, that's the poetic way of saying their loved ones return from the dead from either battle or from serving God in some capacity. And in that capacity, they were killed. There were many who were tortured and died, refusing to compromise their faith in Jesus the Christ. There were many who were flogged. They were mocked. They were put in chains and imprisoned. And they did this instead of renouncing their faith. There were some who were many like Stephen, who was stoned to death for his faith. There were some who were cut in two in torture, and some who were wrapped in animal skins and lit up like a candle to pleasure the emperor. Others were killed by the sword, and even those who lived had to deal with persecution, torment. They were destitute. They were considered unworthy by the world. They wandered from place to place, unaccepted and unwanted. Sounds familiar, like many of the immigrants at our borders. Yet all these people, whether we know them by name or not, even if their name is not even mentioned in Scripture, they still ran the race put before them by God. They were faithful to God. They stood firm in their faith and in their proclamation of Christ. And most of them didn't see, get to live long enough to see the fulfillment of the greatness of God's promises enduring their lifetime. When we think of all of these, I ask you, how is your race going? For you too have been called to run a race. Anyone being tortured lately because they believe in the Christ? Anyone here concerned about being put to death because of their beliefs in Jesus or their promised redemption that comes to us from Jesus? 
We in this culture don't really need to be concerned about that. Anyone here struggling to stay on, stay on course of your race? Well, yes, you probably are because being a Christian is not easy. Following Jesus day after day is not easy. But in our struggles to stay on our race, we don't have to worry about being afraid of others when God is there beside us to run our race with us. And if your race, you're not sure how it's going, what's keeping you from fully running that race? A, a full-out run over the long distance, over the long haul. Maybe you're lacking knowledge of God. Maybe you're thinking you don't know enough. Get yourself to Wednesday night Bible study. Get into the scriptures. Know the scripture, 2 Timothy 2.15. Do your best. It doesn't say do your perfect. It says do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by God, which means you have made every effort to learn who God is, to take the characteristics of God into your life, to look at those attributes and want to emulate them in your life. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by God, a worker who has no need to be ashamed. When you're out in public, are you ashamed to tell your friends, I'm a Christian? Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by God, a worker has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Prepare yourself. Learn. Study. Get to know God. And what race is God putting before you? What are you called to do? Where are you called to serve? What is your race? We all have one. We are all here to worship the Lord our God. We are all here to share the glory of God in our lives with those we encounter. And granted, some of us feel much more comfortable doing that than others, and that's okay. Because when all else fails, don't use your words, just use your life. And I would be the first to say that there are many things that need to be made right in our country. But you know what? Having a race for God is never an issue in this country. No one is going to stop you from running your race for God when God calls you to do something. Now, let's be real. Someone will try to stop us or condemn us because we're LGBTQA, whichever letters you want to use. Someone will have the bright idea that we're less than and think that because we're less than, we can't have our race. Some will condemn us because we're not first-generation Americans. I'd have a hard time. Half of me is first-generation American. The other half has been here since the beginning of life here, practically. Now, I'm not trying to be political. I want to stay within the spiritual realm this morning. Yes, I believe that there are many political and societal things that need to be corrected in our political and community processes. And I believe that most churches are trying to do what it can to make a difference in our communities. 
They're running the race that God has called them to run in their community. Just as I believe we here at Spirit are trying to do the race that God has called us to do in our community, to be there for the homeless, for those who do not have enough food to eat, for those who don't have a pair of clean, dry socks. I believe it's our call to be of service to those in our community who are without. And yes, we could have rolled over and gone belly up when Justin stole our money. But you know what? We have been made stronger because we have something better than the money he stole. We have Jesus the Christ in our lives and in this place. We have Jesus the Christ in the race that we are running in this community. And God is equipping us, preparing us, enabling us to do whatever we need to do to participate in the race of MCC of the Spirit. It is our race. It is your race. And it will not be stopped by anyone. So run your race. For those of you who might need help with your race, see me, see Reverend Lawrence, see Reverend Fern, see a spiritual director. There are many organizations in our community like Oasis. And there are actually people out there who their whole life's work is to be a a spiritual guide for those who are having trouble to figure out how to move along in their race. You know, I go a little crazy each pride. When I hear those folks that stand across the street during the festival and they spend their day screaming and yelling at us and they say some horrible, hateful things. Although I did find it very funny for us to be called jellyfish this year. I haven't seen condemnation of jellyfish in the scriptures. I'll have to keep looking for that one. But what really drives me crazy more than their words is their waste of time and funds in their race for what they're calling their race for God. I have to wonder what kind of race for God they're running and showing the people of Harrisburg. When we have school systems in Harrisburg that are not up to par due to lack of funds, when we have people living in the alleyways of our own city because they are homeless and there's insufficient housing for them, when children are going off to school hungry or without the needed supplies, why aren't these people who are doing all this yelling at us during the Pride Festival out there helping them? using the funds that they spend for their their supplies that they need to condemn us, use those funds to buy children some food or some lunch supplies and some book bags. Not out there yelling at us. Why are they on a race of hatred in God's name instead of on a race to help others in this community? What kind of race are you running? What example... And they are an example of a non-faithful race. I can only imagine as people were walking around the festival what kind of idea they were getting about Christianity. Sometimes I think we as Christian churches need to make ourselves some banners that say, LGBT community, we love you, MCC of the Spirit, Market Square Presbyterian. And we start naming all the churches 
that are in our community that are opening and affirming and loving of the LGBT community. And we walk around the festival as the opposite of these folks who are screaming that we show our race by a sign of love. So don't stand across the street and yell. Run your race. And run your race whether you see instantaneous results, whether or not you see the finish line, but run your race. Many of those in our scriptures never saw the finish line. They never saw the fulfillment of all of God's promises. Abraham never got to see the promise that God gave him that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. Abraham died before that became a possibility. But Abraham still ran the race that God put before him, faithful that God would fulfill God's promise. Run your race whether your name is recorded somewhere in history or you're just another dot on the page. You're just known as a child of God. Run your race while you're waiting for God to fulfill the promises, not after God fulfills the promises. Run your race like the disciples who thought they were waiting for Jesus to return. And Paul had to finally say to him, get back to work. Yes, Jesus will return, but we don't know yet when. But in the meantime, you need to be running your race. Run your race like the disciples. Run your race, church. Run your race. Amen. Amen. Let us rise as we are able and join together in our hymn of response.